The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. boys in partnership with SB Nation as always hello it's about to be a what game day you heard it here first <laughs> wow who knew that we also were musicians I, I probably us every single episode when we sing or rap something I'm just trying or try to to perpetuate this alternative career path for both of us because I feel like we are highly undervalued in that category The talent is abundant. Between my animal sound abilities (laughs) and... Gosh darn dolphins. And the beatboxing and just the singing, like, Rebecca Black, we coming! She has blue hair now. Does she really? Yeah. Rebecca Blue? That's so lame. Oh my god. I love it. That was amazing. That was the most dad joke of quite possibly all time. I love it. It's fine. Um, So, Meg, we... We'll get to this segment later, but we brought back Fan Fridays by popular demand. And um, it could be you. It could be you. So at us on the Twitter, if you want to hop on. Come through. Come drop your hot takes. Around the horn and just yell into the abyss of infinity in all caps about why your team, it has to be our team, is going to win the dang thing. Always and forever. So... Just let, just so you know, that's the thing that we're doing from now on on Thursdays. Fridays. Fridays. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just a little special uh, Stanley Cup situation for you, too. We just threw threw in a little love for those those Dallas Stars, eh? Those greenies. Oh, the gold greenies, eh? The gold greenies. Um, so we bring on Allie Daly. And, well, well no, da- Allie Daly because, um, sorry, of course I say Daly. Listen to me. I mean, it's. It's like I speak out people's like usernames as I see them and, and read them on social media. Allison. You read Curry. Allie Daly, so there yeah, you go. But it's actually Allie, Allie Daly. Which I learned something new today. <laughs> because she loves all things Daly, a.k.a. Dallas. Yes. So we brought on at Allie Daly, our um, Canadian sister from another mister. And it was really fun. So prepare yourselves for that segment at the end. But before we talk about that green team, let's talk about the other green team. The one we don't like as much, and we are going to go to Seattle to face them this Boo. upcoming weekend. 
Meg, a lot of storylines um, around this. But before we talk, dive into the game itself, we've touched on this. And again, um, we talk about these types of topics a lot on this show. And I think it's super cool that you guys are as open and receptive to these conversations as we are. But um, the whole, you know, Dak Prescott conversation around mental health. I don't know if you all saw it, but Hayden Hurst, the tight end um, out of Atlanta, in post game. Actually, when I tell yeah. you, I got tears in my eyes. Dude, yes, that was so cute. So if y'all missed the video, Hayden Hurst, tight end from Falcons, ran up to Dak in the post game and was like, "Hey man, I just want you to know like what you did and speaking out on you know on mental health and just like suicide in general uh, was really awesome. Like I have a charity around that. It's something that has personally affected him as an individual and also his family. And so." Um, I the sentiment rang around the NFL. Um, but first and foremost, if you want to check out Hayden Hurst's foundation, it's literally called Hayden Hurst Foundation. Yeah. And it deals with um, the like youth and uh, suicide prevention and kind of like grassroots getting people in, like involved and right. all that good stuff. So check that out. But um, also, we heard from Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson were the two that stood out to me. Yep. Yeah, and I think, like you like you said, like all of them have said similar sentiments, like how admirable it is that he's speaking out on the subject and how anyone who has anything negative to say about it, I liked Aaron Rodgers' quote, and he was like, basically, that's just showing that you have your own issues that you're insecure about, which I totally, I couldn't agree more. Um, the moment... And that was at Skip Bayless. Truly. Like... The moment you have time to be so worried about someone else's business is the moment that you need to realize that you are deeply unhappy with yourself and, like, you need to get a different hobby. Yeah. And so, all in all, I feel like the main thing, and I saw this line somewhere about all of this positivity coming out of him, you know, stepping out into this space and being open about this struggle that his he personally and his family has dealt with, is that... The original sentiment from that nasty national pundit was that people would shy away from him because of this, these types of conversations, and in reality, they're physically running to him. Yeah. And I think that's just so badass and beautiful. Yeah. Uh, who's the leader now, Skip? Yeah. Um, so, I, I love it. I think it's great. I think it's, again, so important that we have these types of conversations because it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. It doesn't matter anything. Like, mental health is mental health. And I just think it's so important we talk about it. And I think it's super cool that he's using his platform to do so. And I think it'll continue to be a conversation probably. I know Russell was asked about it because they're playing this week. I honestly think it might happen often throughout the season whenever Dallas comes to town. Is That's a pretty good sound clip for journalists to get off and um, then it's just giving more people a voice and more people can see that they're not alone and a lot of people deal with mental illness and it's something serious. If 2020 has brought any sort of positivity, it has been, the silver lining for me is that these, these athletes and people who have platforms are using them for something bigger than themselves. Not like they weren't before, but I feel like it's becoming more and more accepted to do that. Not that they needed your permission to anyways. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> right. you know, I just feel like when the world stops, then 
this this is kind of where you draw your attention to because they are pretty much the only thing that's actually happening live right now and they're choosing to do something with it that's bigger than just the game they play or you know their nine to five job and I think that's really cool and like you said like it it you you're I do believe we're gonna see more and more of this throughout the season with not just you know the conversation on mental health I think you'll see things with like the social injustice I think you'll just see people showcasing more publicly the things that matter to them and trying to do good with what they have and the resources that are at their fingertips and like I am like if you're not for that like I can't I, I mean I I can't sit with you like I don't know like are you kidding me <laughs> I can't sit with you yeah you can't sit with me you can't sit with me truly <laughs> like what was your there was something about there was something you sent me that I really love this quote this this girl's tweet and she was like if I'm too like political for you or if I'm too whatever for you're you, too then, complacent for me boom I don't like complacency that is it my friends get involved get involved um Let's go ahead and make the world a better place. In yeah. Summary. Um, so you mentioned... The, well, Speaking of making the world a better place, <laughs> when we beat the Seahawks... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> no, but truly, let's talk about the game because Russell Wilson obviously was one of the guys that waited on the Dak Prescott situation. Let's weigh in on them now. Uh, I think one of the big narratives heading into the weekend is that this is going to be... Can we talk about the lineup of quarterback matchups this weekend? You've got Ben Roethlisberger, Deshaun Watson, uh, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes, Ooh. Dak Prescott, and Wright, and Russell Wilson. Like, are you not entertained? I am very entertained, yes. Uh, you've got two guys who, one more so than the other, but Russell Wilson is easily an early MVP favorite. He started the season out at 10-1 and odds and has very quickly uh, now turned – I'm sorry – yeah, now turn into the to the actual leader for the MVP conversation after starting the season with nine touchdown passes, only one interception. He's, you know, throwing at an 82% completion rate, which is the highest in NFL history after two weeks. Like, what more could you ask for from your quarterback? Truly. Russell, Russell, Russell. But I say all that, Meg, because our quarterback is doing some pretty decent things down here, too. Team 40 Burger. Do I even need to rehash the performance from last week? I mean, literally, the first NFL player in history to obtain 400 passing yards and three rushing touchdowns. Uh, he's the <laughs> NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Granted, he's 0 and 2 against Seattle in regular season play, but let's not forget that he did get a post game, season game, excuse me, yeah. under his belt. Don't forget about that time when I went to that game. And when we won and Sierra was sitting in the box behind me, I turned around and yelled at her that she can one, two, step her way out of here. Boom. And I don't think she thought it was very funny, but I did. <laughs> it's actually funny you say that because at the Pro Bowl, was it last year, two years ago? God, I don't even know. Two years ago now. Wow. Yeah, because I don't know. Anyways, they were there and I was at the, I was at said Pro Bowl and I remember like hitting the button to the elevator and the elevator like opens up and it's literally Russell Wilson and Sierra and they could not be more like movie starred out if they tried. I was like I don't even know if I'm starstruck because like, I don't want really to get starstruck but like y'all just look like you're from a different planet like straight up. The glam is so next level with them. Larger than life is a great way of describing it. Oh yeah. But I do kind of like Sierra. I'm gonna Oh I love Sierra. I'm not gonna lie. But like I'm still gonna troll her. Not on game day we don't. <laughs> 
Um, Every other day, just not that day. So where's your head at going into this matchup, Meg? I mean, I think there's, again, like I mentioned, that's only one of the big storylines. There's a lot of things going on. Where are? Do you think the Cowboys have what it takes to get the dub? Are you uh, feeling good about this? Um, feeling good? No. <laughs> um, this I, is okay. bird gauntlet phase two. Yeah, I really, I'm not enjoying the bird gauntlet so far. It's very stressful. Yeah, um, sure, true. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff going on for us. Like we really didn't take a lot of like hits on the injury side last week. I mean, D Law, yes, but I don't know. I I feel good about where we're at going, and I guess we lost Cheeto too. But oh yeah. Oh man, now I'm feeling worse. Um, but okay. our defense was never. In my they weren't. Opinion. Yeah, they weren't really the issue. I mean, they've been an issue. They're not the ones that are going to be a game changer for us. In yeah, my that's opinion. that's exactly what I was trying to say. Yes. Thank you. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to try to stop listening to all, like, I'm freaking myself out, I think, is the problem. I'm going to stop trying to listen to myself. No, not me. <laughs> Just everybody else, like, Russell Wilson's so good. Like, yeah, I know that. Sure. Yeah, I mean. Like, you can't beat him. Like, he's just going to roll over everybody. It, that's what Patrick Mahomes was last year, right? Well, then but, go ahead and cover your ears when I say this next thing. Um, babe Loffenberg tweeted out. <laughs> Damn it, Babe. A stat while he's probably doing his pregame research because he calls the games. He yeah. said, since Russell Wilson became Seattle quarterback, the Seahawks are 57-0 and with a four-point lead at the half. Uh, I repeat, 57-0. and So, needless You to know say, what? I don't care. Cowboys by 50. Maybe we shouldn't trail the Seahawks, like, ever. Um, but, I, but, okay, my thing is I think if I had to make a prediction, I do believe that they'll probably score first, but I don't think we'll let the game get away like it did last week. Sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that that was, I mean, how, like, well, hopefully, to <laughs> God, we do not repeat. I, I don't think score. my blood pressure can handle that. None. No, no patience for whatever that was. I just, like I said before, please send me the men in black so I can legit forget yeah. that order forever. Yeah, just, I want to remember, the, like, the last four seconds. Yes, exactly. Um, but I, I say all this because obviously Russell Wilson is more than capable. But let's talk about for a minute the fact that both of these teams are going into this upcoming game relying on their offensive capabilities. <laughs> their defense is literally ranked... 32nd in the league, which is so shocking. Like, my, how the, the league have of fallen. boom. You literally, like, they are doomed now. I mean, I, I don't even know. Like, someone needs to make up a funny pun about that because it's atrocious, like, how far they've fallen. Um, granted, they do have Jamal Adams, and, like, he's a, he's pretty okay at what he does. RIP to us. Um, but. RIP to that narrative. Bye. Wow. <clears throat> She's like, I loved you, and then. Like, Look, I like your tattoo, and that's pretty much it. Basically, go away forever. Yeah, um, I mean, he's good. Um, that's obvious. But they don't have a lot. I mean, they have Wagner and uh, what's his what's his name? What's his butt? Uh, KJ Wright. Yeah, I mean, listen. That's pretty much all they really have going for them on that side of the ball. And We're going to have a uh, backup slot corner on CD, and I'm excited about that. Uh, yeah, so like you said, I do think that the mismatches are something that present themselves on, unfortunately, both sides of this conversation. But I feel really good about the weapons we have at hand. I think that 
we all know that <laughs> our wide receivers don't suck. And I think this is the game that CD gets, you know, his uh, a tutty. Or tutty. Are you calling it? I'm calling a tutty. I'm in for it. Let's I'm go. calling CD's tutty uh, for his tutty this game. And Dalton Schultz, like, really stepped into himself. I have to give him credit because the first time when Blake Jarwin went down, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, well, there goes our tight end focus this year. Goodbye. Anyone saying we should play top 12 personalities to do less because I don't know who you are insinuating we're going to be playing 12 personnel with. (laughs) Um, But I have to give him kudos because he really stepped up last week and was a guy that – I don't think any defensive coordinator is going to game plan around um, having to take him out of the game, but they're also not going to ignore him. And if they do ignore him, I think he will be able to exploit that and do something with it for the better. I think this is the time where we talked about this in like pre the season, since we didn't have a preseason, but um, how game planning around this offense is going to be tough for any team, really, because. If you, if you try to take away CD, you, we have Michael and uh, Michael Gallup. Why am I calling him Michael? Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. And um, Michael Cooper. G. <laughs> but, like, you can kind of play those around. Like, if, who are they covering the hardest? Like, yeah. pass it to somebody else. They're all capable. And they've showed that last week. You could also, again, target Schultz. But then, hey, if that's not working, still got you still got Zeke and you still have Tony Pollard. Um Let's just focus on ball security. Well, that would be great. Another thing we did. I don't see that happening this game. I will literally cut some limbs off if that happens. I really don't think so. I think that they, that really, like, they got it together after, I mean, there was four. But after that. (laughs) That was so painful. I think it was painful for them, too. I don't think they're going to let that happen this week. I agree with you. I hope that that was a big wake-up call and they are, yeah, haunted by that. How's that? Yeah. I mean that sincerely because... The only way I can describe what happened in that first quarter, yet again, is unacceptable. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you. I think that we have a lot of opportunities on our side of things to really, truly move the ball around and distribute the, the load uh, to a lot of different talented players. We are multifaceted, and I think that's really going to be a challenge for this one-dimensional Seattle defense. Um but again, and then we look at their offense. And I'm like, oh, who's hurt again on our side? Who's out? Like, ooh, oh. And Tyler Lockett's really good. Oh, and that DK Metcalf guy. Oh, and then, yeah, they're quarterback. So uh, there's that. They're running back with some suck either. Chris nope. Carson. He's Chris at. Carson. I'm trying to pick him up in fantasy right now. I'm not going to lie. Which I actually feel like sounds like a really bad idea since we're playing this weekend. Like, should I actually be picking him up? Because You're I'm really gambling against this defense? Right. Bad? Like, now I'm like, that's really bad, Kelsey. Like, stop. Um, yeah. But if you want to talk about our defensive side of the ball a little bit, um, so I did see that Everson Griffin uh, came out and talked. Like, he addressed the fact that he didn't feel like he – was playing up to his abilities the last two weeks, um, and he uh, was working back into using his old technique. So hopefully that will give him some level of comfort, and we can really see some explosive plays on the ball this week. So the experiment is over. Yeah. Um, do we <laughs> do we give credit to Jeff Kavanaugh for that, or do we just leave that alone? <laughs> um, we might be giving credit to Jeff Kavanaugh for that. 
Although I'm very afraid to at him because I'm I, never gonna write his name in a tweet ever. Literally never. Everson. I'm very scared of that. Um, yeah, so that's a development. Um, let's just look again, like looking at statistically, let's see. Oh, yeah. Ah, the statistics queen. I almost said that word really wrong. The statistics. <laughs> um, so Dallas total defense is ranked 24th overall, again, against the 32nd. So uh, better, but only marginally. We are allowing 401 yards total uh, per game going into week three. They're allowing 485. Again, realizing that these are just baseline statistics. You are not taking into consideration the fact that I mean, that's total offensive yards, so I guess that, that's fine. But uh, they are the – we are the 21st rushing defense and 23rd passing defense. Yeah, we are very okay. The story of this game is going to really be <laughs> Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. Here's what it comes down to. You're right, Meg. It comes down to can our quarterback – do what he does best and continue to keep us in the game. We need a bend, don't break defense. They need to get off the field, and uh, then our the, our offense needs to just go ham and go full forty burger on them on them. I'm gonna not add the curse word at the end. That I was about to add. <laughs> um, I what I'd really like to see out of the defense though this week, obviously bend, don't break. Um, I'd love, obviously I'd love to see Everson actually like be as explosive as we know he can be. Um, I really am interested to see how Diggs steps up with, um, with a, with the, okay. I'm sorry. No, keep going. (laughs) She's making me laugh. I'm, (laughs) um, I'm interested to see how Diggs steps up with Cheeto being out and how they, uh, play around with, uh, that coverage on the ball. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still uh, a viable area of concern, as it has been for a while. I I don't really have anything. At least uh, you're, we're feeling good about Greg the Leg. Yeah, man. Like, listen, apparently I'm a kicker fan now. Like, apparently I like special teams. You know who I really do like, though, is John Fossil. I think Coach Fossil's is it. There Coach we go. Fossil's, Coach Fossil is a badass. Like, I don't know. Let's go. So maybe my tune is changing. Although I did love Rich Passaccia. Like, Honestly, my... the more we talk about it, it's – I feel a little bit more confident. Yeah. So basically, Dak Prescott and Greg the Leg, that's, it's on you guys. Yeah. Good luck. Put that team on your back. Let's, let's ride. May the force be with you. We ride it down. Um, all right, guys. We want to hear your thoughts on the game and where your head's at – any mismatches, storylines that you're just totally following? Yeah, I'd prefer if you would uh, tell me why I shouldn't be so stressed out and not the opposite because I don't have time for that. Same. And um, whoever had the Cowboys voodoo doll last week for the first quarter, stop it. Put it down. Um, y'all, this was fun. Come hang out with Meg and I, all caps queens, on the Twitter. Like we mentioned, we are going to have a uh, another little segment for you here in a moment with our Canadian sister from another mister, Allie Dally. <laughs> Allison Curry, let's go. So, Meg, last week we had the introductory of the newly minted Fan Friday segment. Yeah, it came to us at the bottom of a glass. Yes. 
And while we don't have lots of BEVs in hand at the moment, it's okay because we are going to still bring the content. Trust me, I have plenty of energy. We have all the takes, don't you worry. I think I had the world's largest iced coffee today, so let's go. Um, I'm here for that too, retweet. Uh, joining us now though is a very special guest. If you follow Megan I on Twitter, which I hope you do, I'm sure you do, um, you probably see us interact with her and all her badassery and hilarity. Uh, <laughs> Allison Curry is on with us today. Allison, hello. Hello, thank you for having me on. Uh, what's up, friends? So obviously a lot going on. Here's the thing. What you guys, if you don't know Allison, um, she's You should ass. figure that out, first yeah, of all. You need to follow her on Twitter, <laughs> and we'll make her, like, drop all her, like, Instagram, Twitter, all that, all the above, um, where you can find her at the end of this. But she is, like, we found each other. How do we find each other? You're a big Stars fan. Like, we're Stars yeah. fans, too. Yeah, we just really do the all caps, like, Stars tweeting, whereas you actually have some, like, better insights. But you're basically like the yeah. Canadian version of us, is what I found yeah. out. We're each other's hype women. I think that's what that is. Yeah. And, like, like Meg said, like, the all caps queens, like, we have to stick together. And so, yeah, um, we bought I think we just found each other just through random Dallas sports Probably, probably Groobs yeah. had something to do with that. That sounds oh, not right. Oh, it's Groobs. It was 100% <laughs> Groobs. That's what it was. <laughs> He's the best. He does, like, all the in-game, like, stars, uh, like, not graphics, but he does the... DJ. Yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. So great. Have you been down to a stars game yet? Yeah, uh, it's been years. I was actually going to go this season, but uh, just kidding. That COVID kind of ruined that. Yeah, about um, that. I yeah, I actually flew down to Dallas by myself when I was 21, and I stayed for about a week, and I got to go to several games and um, just kind of get to know different Stars fans down there and everything. Just absolutely fell in love with the city, and um, I'm actually got some plans in the works to head back um, sooner rather than later. Let's go! Heck yes! Let's go. Um, I sense a meetup in the future. Yeah. Oh, definitely a meetup in the future. I actually feel like I I think I saw this. Like, are we campaigning to get you to come visit full time? Like, is that what we're referencing right now? I'd be down with that. Let's, yeah. <laughs> it's happening. The the seed has been planted. Well, um, so we'll get to yeah. the stars and the because the cup. When it's very important. Yes. And if you're a Dallas Homer, like, come on. Yes. You have to be rooting for the If six. you've been hiding under a rock, that's happening. <laughs> but we will obviously touch base on all those storylines. Meg, I believe yep. you want to um, get on with the other green team, the one we don't like, though, this upcoming Oh, weekend. yeah. Um, I Are they green, turquoise, whatever they are? The uh, the Seahawks is who we're <laughs> playing this week, and uh, I don't like them. No, dude, literally I was on um, my other show earlier, and I, I actually, I whiffed and I was like, I was like, the Seahawks, and it's sticky. We are calling them the Seahawks. <laughs> that is their name going <laughs> for. Oh, oh. my favorite part of this, I actually used to play football for a team called the Seahawks, but I never got into Seattle. Everybody here who's a Seattle fan is just a bandwagon fan. So yeah. it's just one of the, you hate them especially because of that. I think they had two fans before they got any good and then now everybody's Seahawks fan yeah like listen weren't I mean I'm gonna talk smack about them because of their team we definitely might have a few of those as well <laughs> but like we're our fans are way cooler definitely definitely way cooler but we're, we're crazier that's um, for sure I want to get your thoughts heading into the game like you know just in general where's your head at in terms of this upcoming matchup like 
how much do you want to beat Russell Wilson and the Seahawks <laughs> is really what I'm asking you. Oh, I want this bad, like slap, slap your mama bad. Like, just, <laughs> especially with the way the talk about Russell Wilson right now and just kind of almost treating him like he's unbeatable. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And those are, the, that's when, it, when a guy is hyped up like that, you just want to see them go down. And I'm the worst for that. Cause listen, like, Titanic came out what in 97 and there was so much hype around it that I refused to watch it that and I still haven't that's how stubborn I am so when I tell you <laughs> I'm sick of the Russell Wilson hype and the Seahawks hype I am serious um I think it's actually gonna be a tighter game than I think people want to give the Cowboys uh credit for so I'm actually I'm a little bit pumped for this game and I want to see, see see the Seahawks go down oh yeah I mean yeah that's a hockey mentality thing. I that feel like really like is. targeting a player, like let's take him down. She's like, literally, um, I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, dude, I'm with you. Like, I feel like here's my thing. And I'm not trying to be a total jerk when I say this, but I feel like one of the major reasons why any team goes into Seattle and is afraid to play them, like obviously they've had a good team for a long time. But it's it's like yeah. the it's it's the fan base and like this whole like element of playing in environment and that's gone now. Like that's gone. I mean, they're still pumping and sound noise, if you know what I mean. But they were always doing that, and they're cheaters, and now they're just <laughs> legally cheating. So let's be honest about what they're doing because they've definitely been fined for that before. And we know your tactics, Seattle. We know your tactics. Yeah. Um, so. I'm like, I really feel like this is actually a chance for us to truly level the playing field and have these guys play each other for what they're worth. And their defense isn't the same as what they always have been. I think it's going to come down to like a Russell Wilson versus Dak Prescott showdown, which per your point, everyone's like up Russell Wilson's butt right now, (laughs) which I get it. Like he's good, but like, can we give my man's number four a little more credit? Like, you make all these references about when he started his career, like how great he was, like how close he resembled like Russell Wilson. Like he, he has gotten those comparisons for his entire career. And now I need people to like give him the respect that he deserves. And I think it's, this is the game where he shows like, here's where I stand among some of the potential MVPs and the, and the greats. Like this is it. Yeah. That was exactly what I was about to say is I think if, there's a game for him to do it. It's going to be this game. And I think, I think people need to give him more credit. Like even just the start of this year, two games in, I mean, they're near the top of the league for first down conversions and, you know, Seahawks have allowed some of the most, the 10 point yard gains. So I think, I think this could be the game that Dak does it. I love it. Honestly, I'm hyped. I want to run through a brick wall. When I tell you she's my spirit animal, I tell you she's my spirit animal. And she says it prettier than I do too. Like literally, can you, I, can you say it about one more time? <laughs> Did it come out a boot? Yes! <laughs> oh no. I and love I it. Of, I make fun of Eastern Canadians for that. Cause I'm like, the Westerners don't say a boot. That's Eastern. And I just, wow. You just devastated me right now. It, was just, it wasn't like full a boot, but like, it was like partially there. Like there was. We're also very sensitive to it down here in the land of howdy and y'all. So very. Like Meg, Meg is, her family's, her family's from South Dakota, and so. Well, every, every Minnesota originally. Oh, yes. 
but every once in a while, especially oh. when she's got a little, um, she's got a little something, something like in her hand, a glass of vino, <laughs> it like this accent comes out and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like literally, <laughs> who are you? I also just have more of a character <laughs> voice to it. So I've really exaggerated. <laughs> Well, um, I was tempted to start listening to some Southern podcasts or something to try to like at least get a bit of the twang or sound a little bit more normal. What, what's your best like? Say, um, go Cowboys, y'all, y'all, y'all. Oh my gosh, you put me on the spot. Yeah. Okay, I gotta go. do like really. This is the Canadian Cowboys version. <laughs> oh my gosh. Howdy. Go Cowboys. No, I can't even do it. Go Cowboys, y'all. <laughs> okay, when you get down here, we'll teach you how to say y'all correctly. Yeah. We got you. <laughs>
what cost them the game was their penalty troubles. Stop taking penalty troubles and you're in the game. If they had just stayed out of the box, they came back. The second and third was theirs to win. And they dominated. And it was just getting down early because of the stupid penalties that cost them the game. Going into game three, same kind of thing. And they got up early. Stars are missing Foxa, which not that great. Um, they, Lightning was pumped because they had Stamkos come in after, what is it, 211 days, I think it was. So they're on a little bit of a different level last night. Uh, Dobby, I think, in the last couple of games, has beat five times glove side. So that's a little concerning. Yeah. Um, but it just, it felt last night, game three, that the Stars were scrambling a bit. They weren't playing Dallas Stars hockey. And I don't believe that was a result of the Lightning. I think this was on the Stars themselves. So I am optimistic going into game four because I think the Stars just need to regroup, stay out of the penalty box, and I think they're going to come back strong. No one plays like an angry Jamie Benn. That's so true. Honestly, though. You know what? When you watch, if you watch the start of the game, every game when you see Jamie Benn's initial shift on the ice, when he is solid, when he is playing the power forward way that he does, he almost sets the tone for the rest of the game. And you can always almost just look and say, yeah, they're taking this game. It's where, all on Jamie Ben. Where has Sags been though? Like, am I alone in this? He's hiding that like, I just feel I haven't seen much from him and I'm, that's shocking to me. You know what? He's just been snake bitten. We saw it last night. He had a wide open net on the far left side and he just banned on the shot. Painful. Couldn't get the shot off. I joked last night, whoever has the Dallas stars voodoo doll, can you, you know, F off. <laughs> and you're like, take the hex off already. You are at like again. Yeah. This because is yes. he, I mean, he's been doing all right with uh the assists and some playmaking, but when it comes to his scoring ability, he has just not had and I hate using the term, but he's just not had the puck luck. It's just been frustrating for him. And I'd love to see him just get that one goal and get that off his back because we need him. So who are you taking in how many games? Oh, oh. Don't do this to me because this is my superstition. Uh, oh. Okay. Um, I'll guess. How about that? Okay. Um, uh, stars and seven. Really? Okay, yeah, let's, let's go with that one. You're going to go stars and seven? Yeah. I, I, here's I think we're just going to deck each other until the very last game. Yeah, I'm with, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm very nervous, and I have to be totally frank with you, like, like you said, Ali, like watching them this past week in the most recent game, they just, it felt like at times there was a JV team playing against a varsity team. Like it was just very, yeah. very not, like you said, Dallas Stars hockey. They didn't seem to be communicating. They were kind of like running into each other at times. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, this is like, these are simple mistakes. And it felt like it became mental for them at some points. And 100. I, I get it. Like, again, you know, you're playing on the big stage. I mean, again, even there was, who was the guy that was sitting on, on the freaking bench who got hit by a puck because he wasn't paying attention? Yeah. <laughs> like, if that's not the most oh, yeah. 2020 energy of yeah. all time, I don't know what is. And you're, what are you distracted by besides the absolute nothingness that's in that facility? Like, it's, it was just yeah. so yeah, weird. We don't have a boobs girl this year. No, like, she's gone. And unfortunately. She's not sitting in the whatever row, like, right across from <laughs> right. yeah. yeah no she was behind the she's she behind the um, yeah behind the bench mm-hmm this yeah. girl mm-hmm. i don't know her name yeah but i don't either shouts out find her just kidding <laughs> is that what they always do they're like find her they like guys like tag this you imagine being a guy and you're like find this girl on social media like so strange hey um but if you got me, it flaunt it let me just say this 
I'm with you guys, and I think the stars can have it. Um, but I do give have, it to me. At the end of the day, if nothing else, Florida is big trash, <laughs> and they're just they're the absolute worst state in the country. And I'm sorry. Yeah. What do Canadians think about Florida besides garbage? <laughs> oh. Um, like how rude can I get? We don't, it's not a high. We can put an E on this real quick. (laughs) Yeah. We, we sit up here and wonder what is going on. And I just, it, sometimes it doesn't even seem like real life. I just, it's yeah, it's it's, not. There's a lot of, there's meth and alligators. (laughs) (laughs) Meth alligators. (laughs) I mean, if you look up Florida, man, it's always meth and alligators. It literally is. And just, and they're usually naked. Literally. I just, it's a very, Florida can go away forever. <laughs> Except for I really enjoy Destin in Miami. Shouts out. Um, anyways, <laughs> real quick, I want to ask you, because we have this in common, um, yeah. who are you feeling uh, for Big Brother? Who's, who's going all the way? Who's the final two? Oh, I think it's going to be Cody and Memphis at final two. Ah. I know. Well, I didn't say I felt good about it. Oh yeah, I like Janelle, and she's long gone. So Cody's the probably the best setup person, like in this game right now. Yeah, I really don't. I think he's actually playing the game kind of the best. He has the least kind of amount of people ticked off at him, and he seems untouchable. Um, I think Memphis is just pompous enough to be able to just say whatever he wants and get away with it yeah i just can't see anyone taking a shot at cody cody no cody cody did you just hear yourself you're getting the accent it's because i'm listening to her literally i uh i learned by osmosis (laughs) (laughs) just send me to canada (laughs) i'll go tomorrow (laughs) take me with you you're not allowed in sorry i've always said i would live in toronto really yeah i've never been here's what we're gonna do what we're gonna do ally is we're going to meet up with you at a road. We'll do an exchange program. <laughs> yeah, exchange program. <laughs> keep us forever. Um, but we're going to come up to a road game in Canada somewhere. And while I realize it's a very broad sweeping statement. Yeah, I'm just going to find one that's happening uh, in November if something goes not the way I want it to. Yeah, and you're coming with us. Oh, let's do it. I'm in. Done. Allie, uh, you're amazing. Thanks for hanging out with us. Tell the good people where they can find you on all your social media platforms so they can follow um, with the all caps action. Yes. Twitter and Instagram is the same. It's at Ali Dally. So it's A-L-L-E-Y-D-A-L-L-E-Y. And uh, the Dally part actually comes from my old nickname of Dallison because I like everything Dallas. Yes. All Dallas everything. Queen. Yeah, all Dallas everything. Um, so from one two Dally Queens to another, we appreciate you hopping on. And, uh, uh, quickly, give us a give us a Dallas forever, Philly for never, and yeah. you don't have to say it in an accent. But you could though, if you really wanted to, which you should. <laughs> oh boy, Dallas forever, Philly for never. That's right. <laughs> Keep that energy. Go stars and all the above. Go stars. <laughs> Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. 
That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Isn't she the greatest? I love her. I'm kind of... I'm ready for this exchange program. Literally that. I'm kind of obsessed with her and everything about her and all the things. And I just... I knew I loved Twitter, but I didn't know I loved Twitter until I found my... Well, you're my other half, but, like, my other third. How's that? <laughs> well, yes. I First of all, I don't even know how it happened. I think we decided it was uh, at Tweet Groobs. Yes. Mac Gruber. Yes. But, um... Honestly, like, it's been so fun to connect with all of y'all online and getting to talk to her for the first time was, like, super exciting. Um, and hopefully we get to talk to a lot of y'all coming up. We are serious when we say that. Um, if you have hot takes... Um, drop it like it's hot takes. Drop it like it's hot takes in our mentions, and um, we might be able to have you on. But uh, you have to... The rules are this. You have to root for our team. This is the Homer Hour, and we will not stand for no negativity other than that. And um, yeah, I don't know other rules other than that. Maybe don't curse a ton. Like, yeah, don't make RJ upset. Yeah, don't upset <laughs> our boss. And um, yeah, cheer for the right team. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. So you can find us on Twitter. I am at Kelsey underscore Charles and Meg. At Meg Murray with four R's. I know we had Allie do it earlier, but you know I can't let us get out of this situation without having the queen herself leave you with these wise words of wisdom megan dallas forever seattle and philly for never down with the sea hacks goodbye